0: So the other day I posted the following on LinkedIn to express how I feel about prompt engineering. I said, the more I use ChatGPT, GPT4, DALI, Midjourney, and everything with GPT baked in, the more I'm starting to rethink whether prompt engineering is a skill, a job, a qualification, or just some transient phase of UX that we're in while AI learns how to understand human input. The thing I'm struggling with is that a weird thing happens when you play with these generative AI models for long enough. Sometimes, it surprises you. Other times, it gives you utter garbage, but over time with iteration, tweaking, experimenting, and your own brain doing this whole reinforcement learning thing based on what works, you start achieving better and better results. After a while, like learning an instrument, I guess, you start adapting, not just blindly asking. Instead, you start following certain prompt structures or playing with the parameters Maybe using different versions of the models, or this fun thing where you can translate between languages to spark completely new outputs, or hitting regenerate just to roll the dice again. I even tried removing certain inputs to simplify the prompt and maybe nudge the AI in a more focused, hopefully better direction. Other times I've used other images, sketches, or text as inputs, or you often find yourself consulting a thesaurus and finding maybe some other words which evoke the creative output you desire. I mean, in reality, you're just asking ChatGPT to suggest other words, but you get the point. At some point, you're realising that you're either writing code in the most loosely structured programming language ever, or you're a wizard, whispering spells and incantations into the ghost of the machine, just to enchant some whimsical output that it can give you. Or Maybe you're just an early adopter, and everyone else is not doing this, and this is the UX workaround that you have to do whilst the AI gets better at understanding what you want. To be honest, I'm really starting to wonder if the future of human to AI interaction just involves casting spells for a living. Anyway, let's discuss. The Money makes no sense these days and the robots take our jobs. The planet is in peril, but we can set us free. Put our brains together if we lead with our hearts. Gotta take back control Welcome back to Control. it's a new project I've started to explore the disruptions in tech that shift power back into the hands of the people. If you want to get a feel for what this podcast and project is about, feel free to listen to the trailer first. Today I'm focusing on the future of the AI user experience, and exploring what that might look like and what it could mean for all of us. When I was talking to my brother recently, this weird thought popped into my head. Like me, he's burying himself into the world of generative AI tools testing them, using them, playing with them, experimenting with them, trying to just test the limits of what you can do. And we started talking about the next generation and what they'll think when they read Harry Potter or watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Watching Tony Stark talking to Jarvis to create and design a 3D printed suit won't seem like enough to be worthy of being an Avenger in the future. But then again, Maybe casting a spell to turn something scary into something silly with magical powers like Harry Potter also won't feel that special. You've already seen that go viral with AI-generated world leader images online. Right now, it's entertaining. You see Angela Merkel and Barack Obama playing around at the beach. Or these weird things where the Pope is wearing a big white puffy jacket. And they're completely fabricated. But you can very easily imagine a situation where... That spell from Harry Potter, Ridiculous, where you can turn something scary into something silly just with the magical spell, that's that's basically here. You can kind of feel it already, can't you? It's not that hard to imagine. Either way, the UX of the future looks very different. And then no, you're probably thinking, here we go again, crazy Jonathan has fallen down the AI rabbit hole and can't get out of it, hmm, maybe. But the thing to consider about technological advances is that as time goes on, what used to be groundbreaking becomes the new standard, the new norm. I mean, let's imagine someone from the 1950s for a moment. They were living in a time of rapid technological advancement with black and white TVs, pictures getting streamed to your house, landline telephones where you could talk to someone all across the other side of the world just through some wired device in your home record players that played that music that you might have heard live in concert, and commercial airlines that could whisk you away to another country if you had the money. if we were to transport them to the 2020s and show them our modern level of technology, they would be blown away by what might seem to them like pure magic. In his book Profiles of the Future, An Inquiry into the Limits of the Possible, science fiction writer Arthur T. Clarke formulated his famous three laws the third law of which is that any sufficient advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. He wrote that in 1962, one of his many prescient observations about the future. The last few months, it feels like AI is everywhere. It's captured our imagination in a surprising way. Part of me wants to think that people are so excited because it's like a peek into the future, where tech feels like magic. I'm not going to try and speculate about the practicalities of spell-based interaction with technology. Let's just assume that as we get better at prompt engineering, and as AI gets better at understanding us, and interacting with other online systems and things in the physical world, we'll get to a stage where it feels like magic. The thing I can't stop wondering about now is whether we're ready for what happens when everybody suddenly has access to seemingly magical superpowers. I strongly doubt our social, political, and cultural fabric is ready for this. It mirrors the disruption seen during the advent of the internet, which democratised access to information, but instead of just access to information, these AI superpowers are democratising access to magical abilities. In theory it sounds great, it'll be like Oprah, you get magical powers, and you and you and you, but you can feel the discomfort bubbling up when we take stock of what this really means. We're used to a societal, political, and cultural structure which categorizes people by professions, qualifications, experience, and education. Suddenly, with these abilities, you're going to get people who don't need to fit in that mold, can break outside of those structures that we've had established for centuries. And I just think that level of systemic change is hard to contemplate for anyone. So don't assume that positive change will just happen around you, or it'll be easy to bring the good parts of these AI tools along with you in future. If the comic books, sci-fi novels and TV shows teach us anything, it's that our incumbent social and political systems will try and prevent everyone from benefiting from this equally. Pick your fictional parallel, The Boys, X-Men, Civil War, even the Heroes TV show. In all of these, regulators and politicians end up siding with or enabling the antagonists, the villains preventing people from freely accessing superpowers, registering and monitoring those who have them, or abusing the powers to enrich themselves and maintain the status quo. Maybe this will happen, or maybe society and politics will just be too slow to react and it will be up to us. So there's really no time like the present to do the homework, enroll in wizard school, and start figuring out how you're going to use these powers and start educating those around you and in your family to use them too. Whilst we talk about homework, We can't ignore that these AI powers, these wizard-like magical skills, also pose enormous unknown risks from abuse, misuse, and recklessness. That's probably where you're seeing a lot of people come out and want to regulate or slow down the progress that's been made in this area. There is a concern. And I know you might think that only I see positives in generative AI and that these superpowers will just be lifting up humanity and giving magical abilities to everyone. But there will be a cost to this. We'll have to accept some uncomfortable truths along the way. There may be a displacement of some jobs, potentially a change to the social status that comes with some professions. And we're probably likely to witness a market-wide repricing of many premium forms of labour. I also think we'll have to accept the transformation of our internet into something unrecognisable from what it is today. Currently, we have bots that are annoying, but we have largely human-created content. I think it's inevitable that the majority of things on the internet will be created by an AI. And that, who knows what that looks like. And with spells and incantations performing much of the heavy lifting in our lives, we'll probably need to surrender to the loss of truly knowing how most things work. AI has already become so complex that even those who train the models can't actually explain how and why they exhibit certain outputs and behaviors. I was talking to someone the other day who really felt like people at school needed to learn the fundamentals of things. That was the grounding foundation from which everything else was built on. We're going to have to accept that that's no longer the case. We will not know how a lot of these things are built, created, shaped, formed, made, and AI will have to explain it to us, and we'll have to figure out whether or not that's true or not. It's difficult. So there isn't really an easy conclusion to this. It's fine if you think AI is just hype for now, and if you're not sold on this narrative, that's okay. But I believe the next decade will bring a shift in how we interact with technology, and I think it will resemble something close to magic. I'm excited, but... I can't lie, it's also a little daunting, although there's a lot of potential for positive change, but along the way I suspect it will be a bumpy road, with regulatory hurdles, societal backlash, bad actors, and some unexpected surprises. For now, I guess all we can do is start practicing those prompts, learn the right spells, tune up your incantations, who knows? Maybe one day you, or even your children, can attend a real-world Hogwarts. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on whatever podcast app you're using, and if you want to get more involved in the conversation, feel free to join the Discord. Links in the show notes. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by me, Jonathan Tipper. The theme song is by Jonathan Mann, and the backing soundtracks are from Epidemic Sounds. The artwork for this episode was created by Casting a Spell into Journey. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time.